0: Hello, everybody. You are listening to Episode 2 of the MS Mobile Show. This is the bi-weekly podcast about Windows Phone, Microsoft Mobile, and the ways that Microsoft's services are used on today's mobile devices. We cover some of the current happenings in the space, but we also want to do what we can to help you get the most out of your Microsoft Mobile experience. I'm your host, Vernon E. L. Smith. I'm joined by my co-host, J.J. Hammond. J.J., what's good today, buddy? Everything is. Good. Everything is awesome.
1: Every I, I I didn't want to do that, you know, because now people are going to have that in their head. So I know. Everything I know. is phenomenal fantastic whatever. No, it's it's cool. I, I I'm I'm cool with that because I'm always saying, you know, all right, let's do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Uh, to start off, folks, we want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for taking a few moments out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, Please take a moment to subscribe to the show. You can do so using your favorite podcast app or by visiting msmobileshow.com/slash-subscribe. We also have a video version of the show. Some of you are watching that right now. We appreciate that. Uh, it is available on YouTube after the show, as uh, if you are if you really want to see our faces. One thing you should do is also follow us on Twitter. We are at msmobileshow. By doing so, you will be able to. Um, you'll be entered into a contest that we're running for the next four weeks. Every person that follows the MS Mobile show, uh, our Twitter feed, in the next four weeks, will, or everyone who is following us four weeks from today, will get their name thrown into the hat to win, one, uh, to win a Microsoft gift card, uh, which you will definitely want. Please do so. let your friends know about us and a chance to win. They don't even have to listen to the show. Just have them follow us on Twitter in four weeks we'll, we'll draw and somebody gets uh, some money, which everyone wants. Uh, JJ, what would you do this morning man?
1: This morning we had our um, our obviously Monday episode of the Tech Informist. You can go to thetechinformist.com/live to check out what we just did, uh, or just the or excuse me, uh, thetechinformist.com just in general to ke- keep up you know and catch up with all of our previous episodes.
0: This morning I was on Twitter because there was lots of Microsofty stuff going on. Mobile World Congress is going on right now this morning, uh, early this morning and later this morning. All kinds of Microsofty stuff. And as podcasters and Windows Phone and Microsoft enthusiasts, JJ and and I would love to talk about every single detail of this. Oh, yeah. And we will talk about some of it on the show. We also recognize that a lot of people listening to the show are here for tangible, valuable information that is not at the moment. It's going to be, you know, um, my, my dad, for example, listened to the show and he's like, I want to go in and get something out of this, get a tip that I can go onto my phone and I can use it and I can listen to this show six months from now or even two months from now or whatever Mm -hmm. and get it that way. So for you folks uh, that are dying to hear about all this new Microsoft stuff, the new Lumia 640, for example, we will talk about that. But first, we're uh, going to go through a Windows phone tip. It will be our first segment, basically. And Mm -hmm. this one happens to actually be for iOS and Android as, as well. It's yeah, be, yeah,
1: yeah. Just just uh, Vernon, real quick to our listeners. We we did a lot of questions asking what what can we provide you, our listener, uh, as a a way of value. Right, like something that you can pull out of the show that's just not just us talking about the news. That, that's tangential. So you're going to see a lot of those conversations, and we're going to cover the news too, like Vernon said. But we want to make sure that like a couple weeks from now, you can still come back to this this episode of this show and say, you know what, that that that's pretty that's pretty awesome. I wanted to do that thing, or I wanted to do, you know I wanted to relive that experience, whatever. So that's that's why uh, we are doing this the way that we are. So proceed, sir.
0: Absolutely, and I will be kind of a bully and not let JJ talk the first bit here. I, I apologize, but that's just kind of how we no, have this up. Um, lined up. But um, JJ, to to help this go a little bit better, actually, you should probably butt in and ask questions about this because it would make because I'm not sure how I shared this very well. If anyone, <laughs> if that makes right. any sense, no, it makes that, sense. Yeah, so and it'll help Let's break it up this. a little bit. So. Mm-hmm. First tip, or basically about the only tip of this episode, Bing Rewards. Uh, lately, there's been a bit more publicity about Bing Rewards, especially because uh, being a Bing Rewards member can get you, or does get you, 100 gigabytes of OneDrive storage for free. That in itself is a reason to do it. Okay, but people know about that. That's a recent thing. So we're going to cover some of the other uh, benefits, but also just how to get set up. So you can go back and listen to this again, whatever, if you'd like to. But uh, I, I, I typed this out so it made more sense, and I'm going to read it, and it's not how I like to do podcasts, okay? But hopefully you'll get something out of it, folks. So Bing Rewards. Uh, <clears throat> if there's someone you already know who's using Bing Rewards, you should have them refer you. They get points for it, and then uh, it's, a, it's a good thing, okay? So you can mm-hmm. get an invitation directly from them. But go to bing.com. Log in or click the rewards icon in the upper right-hand corner. The little rewards icon is like a, a medal, like a um, you know military medal with a ribbon. Um, uh, follow the step-by-step process. It's really not much more to that part of it. And it'll probably get you some free, you know, like 50 bonus points when you first start, uh, sign in or when you first join Bing Rewards. So what you should do is sign in to each PC that you use. You can have, you know, on Internet Explorer, obviously, or... Actually, I guess you could probably do it with, with Chrome and using Bing. To, Bing yeah, to
1: search, you can do but, that. Yep. Yeah. And a lot so, of people use uh, Mozilla Firefox and you sh- uh, even though the default setting is Yahoo now, you can change
0: it to Bing. Okay, so there you go. I didn't even know that. That, that makes sense. So sign into each PC you, you use.
1: You can't bottle me up, Vernon. You're not <laughs> that's like right. Talking. I'm like, eh, well, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> All right.
0: Go ahead. So I earn points on my desktop machine, what I'm using right now. I earn points on my work laptop. I use IE there, uh, or Bing, I should say, and also on my Surface. And then we'll get to the mobile part of it too. I also earn points on my mobile. Right. Uh, when uh, one would think that just since you're logged in with your Microsoft account on your phone that it would just tie in Bing Rewards, it doesn't. It's a little bit more detailed than that. And maybe it's just because they don't want to necessarily just give that stuff away so free. They want you to know that you're searching with Bing. I don't sure. know. So best way to get set up for Bing Rewards on mobile is to install the Bing Rewards app. Obviously, it's on Windows Phone. I know it's on iOS. I'm assuming it's on Android. I don't it know is. So I found out that at the time when I set up set it up, it was a little bit of a run around. I got directed back to the same web page a couple times. and It was <laughs> a little bit kind of goofy, okay? But the best way to know for sure you're getting credit for your mobile searches is to check your mobile search tally in the app dashboard. Okay, so in Bing Rewards app, there's dashboard. You can see your number, you know, how many credits or whatever. And then go to the web, to, um, you know, either Cortana or I guess, you know, any search in on your mobile. Oh, wow, I just said, hey, Cortana, and we, okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. This should be just like a quiet hours for that. Anyway, um, so uh, where am I here? So then go, so then go, wow. Make several searches on your mobile device, and then go back and check the balance. I say several because you get one point for every two searches with Bing rewards. That's how it works. So go to the dashboard after that. Enter into win free stuff. Basically, you get you can use a few points. So, for example, I used 35 Bing Rewards points to get 10 sweepstakes entries to win uh, one of three Sur- three Surface Pro threes that'll be given away in April. Okay? I look back at my history. You can see all the things that you've entered into and stuff. My first sweepstakes entry was to win a Lumion 900. So it was <laughs> not very recently. Right. So redeem. So in addition to winning free stuff or you know entering to win free stuff, you can redeem directly for stuff. So your points can go towards real tangible stuff. JJ, you should follow this link here. Let's l- rattle through some of these things quick and see if any of this stuff is actually because I didn't put them in the uh oh, phone quit buzzing. Um, so I'm going to show you some of the things you can win with Bing Rewards. There's um.
1: Hold on a sec. I am pasting and I'm gonna hit enter. Yeah, sorry. And then we're gonna go and okay, yeah. So you can you know donate to a charity. You can uh, do being in the classrooms. Uh, the Good Card. I've never heard of that. but right on uh, Boys and Girls Club. Uh, One dollar goes to a kids in need for Kids in Need Foundation or Teach for America. Uh, Look, that's in the donate. right?
0: Yep, yeah, I do. Dude, I put the wrong link in there. So just click shop <laughs> next to donate, and that'll be all the good oh, stuff. Oh,
1: shop. Okay. Well, so you know, the good stuff can be <laughs> yeah, can be donations too. Do, so let's not let's not. But uh, yeah, so five dollars off online Microsoft Store. That's always good. Um, ten dollars off. Uh, how about you? you? You throw in some.
0: Yep. Amazon cards, three dollar, five dollar Amazon cards, five bucks off. Applebee's uh, gift card thing here, five bucks off. Bing and Microsoft apparel, gear, and more. Uh, mm-hmm. Burger King, five bucks. Fandango, five bucks. Domino's, five bucks. All these different things. GameStop, Guilt, I don't even know what Guilt is. Maybe I don't want to know. Um, IHOP. <laughs> even I. Even iTunes. I like that. Um, Ironically, iTunes does not have a discount on theirs, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Hulu Plus, you can get three months ad free from Outlook.com. Yeah. Uh, Skype credit, you can get that pretty easily for pretty much anywhere. Uh, Tango, okay, Tango. Uh, da, 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 Toys R Us. You
1: got five dollars off the Microsoft Store, and that goes for music, games, apps, you know, all that stuff.
0: Yeah. So these are real, tangible things that you can use in, you know that. Obviously they want you to buy there, but it's uh it's an incentive to go spend some money. Um now the other one that I use quite a bit more is Pro Flowers and I think I have that next down here. I okay, I'll just talk about I didn't put it in the in the rundown here, but Pro Flowers. Now I can spend three hundred and sixty Bing credits and get fifteen get a fifteen dollar pro cart pro flowers card now i I've done the math or you know mentally the math on these, and this is easily the best deal because for three hundred and sixty points or um it's with a discount, you would normally only get five bucks or even three bucks at Amazon or something, and I'm getting fifteen bucks off pro flowers I've cashed this in like three times and got my wife flowers for obviously you know I spent a little bit more than fifteen bucks but it helps defer the cost of that and then i tell her hey i'd use that with binger rewards so, you know and she's all like mm-hmm. proud of me cuz she's such a penny pincher so mm-hmm. uh, so you know double win or something so that's the best one pro flowers go with that and of course you get a discount with your um if you have a silver or gold gold memberships um mm-hmm. And like I said, um, once you get once you get in there, invite your friends, and then you can get one hundred points for each friend that you refer mm-hmm. that reaches a silver status within sixty days. So let's, uh, JJ, do you have Bing Rewards yet or not?
1: I do. Yeah, yeah, no, I've I've had I've had Bing Rewards for a long time. That goes back to a Hotmail address. Right? Oh, nice. okay. So that that it goes back quite a way. I've been I've been gold for quite some time. You know, not to, you know, uh, humble brag or whatever. Well but, uh, yeah. <laughs> No, but so yeah, so y- you know, this is really cool. One thing that I just want to throw in there, and I know this is kind of a little off to the stumps, but don't think of this as like you're gonna have to change the way you search, okay, because it's really not all that hard. So like when you go to search for something. Okay, even if it's like Amazon or you know Walmart, however you shop, whatever. It just you know on on your device, whether it be PC uh, or otherwise, uh, Android phone or iPhone, whatever. Just there's a there's an app. It's, it's a Bing search app that you can use, and there is you know kind of a way for that to be a default type deal, um, or there's a way to just flirt with it a little bit. I've mean, I, mean, I like the word. So just if you go to search something be like, ah, instead of pulling on Google, I'll just, uh, I'll just do, I'll, you know, I'll pull a Bing search and I'll, I'll search it through that way. So that, that, yep. that, that's a thought there.
0: Here's now, another way Yeah, go ahead. Oh, ahead.
1: oh was, okay. So the next thing I just want to wrap up real quick with this and, and my thoughts on it is, um, the way in which you get these offers and promotions does feel a little like you're getting bombarded with emails and stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, but I would say that it's no different than you get when you give out your email address to anyone, right? Only this way you can see a pretty easy, tangible kind of interaction. And and that's what's kind of nice about it. It's minimalistic, and it, it doesn't try to go all crazy. And there's not a lot of hoops you have to jump through. Mm-hmm. It, it's It's really just kind of click and go. Uh, there's no, like, you have to reenter your password, for example. Because if there's one thing that I don't like to do, and, and this is just me, but I think this speaks to everybody, is I don't want to go through a whole heck of a lot to get what I want, right? Like, I want the barrier of... M- the, the thing that I want to be so simplistic in such a straight line, and I think Bing has done a, a Bing rewards specifically has done a good job with that, so go ahead mm-hmm.
0: and let me pile on that a little bit more as say you get these offers but you don't want to deal with them okay go in regular outlook okay set up set up a filter or not a filter but I a mean, a rule to where everything from Bing rewards goes to Bing rewards folder, and then go to your folders on your windows phone and Assuming you have a Windows phone, and pin that folder to your start screen, even if it's at the bottom in the corner somewhere, whatever. And that way, you'll just oh, new stuff. Okay. Well, I'll just check it out. I have a moment. I'm sitting here at the post office. anybody anybody go to the post office anymore? Um, <laughs> and and scroll through. Oh, free stuff. Free stuff. Okay. Well, yeah, that's okay. I'll pass on it. But that way, it's just right there. You deal with it all at once. Right. And not oh, I have a new email. Oh, it's just freaking you know spam, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Anyway. As far as the membership, uh, once you get in, you you are a member. Okay. To become a silver member, uh, you complete the Welcome to Rewards tour, whatever. Uh, you need to re- redeem credits for your first reward, and you also need to earn 200 lifetime credits. It doesn't take too long to get 200 lifetime credits. Uh, and because, and then there, from there, you'll get. It says here a 50 point bonus and quote the envy of your friends. And believe me, <laughs> I will be envious of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not that envious because I already have gold and I'm just like better than everybody. So, sure. Anyway, uh, the gold one—you reach gold once you've earned 750 lifetime credits, and when you perform 150 searches each month. This is going to get you a bigger discount when redeeming points. For example, like I said, my $15 Pro Flowers card cost me only 360 points as a gold member, down from the 400 for a regular member. So basically, if it just—if you're okay with Bing... Use it, okay? And even you know you're going to YouTube, you know you're gonna search funny cat videos or whatever. Don't search funny cat videos on YouTube, just in Bing. Go YouTube funny cat videos, and it'll pull that up there. I use Bing just as basically as my my ad my URL address bar, or whatever. I can't even say that right. It's, and even even typing in oh okay, um, you know Tech Informist Live, I'll just type that into Bing and then click the right one instead of typing it up above. Uh, simple stuff like that earns you points, get free stuff. What more could you, you know? Life is good, or something. Yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> All right. I like so, it. so I, I mostly, almost successfully excluded JJ from the beginning of this show. I, I, I got nothing. Okay, JJ, you're up, buddy.
1: Okay, so the uh, the thing that I gonna kind of want to talk about here is. Uh, just to, to finish up on this thought about Bing and Bing Rewards, okay. it's 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 cool. It's not that hard, and there there is tangential things that you can get from it, so it does make sense. And you're not really losing anything. And I'm just I'm I'm telling our audience that you're not losing anything using Bing. You're you're really not. I mean, so, some people are like, oh, but the what, but the, I'm like, no, you guys really, you're not you're not losing any kind of uh, results. You know, uh, it, it's 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 getting better, and it gets better and better every day. So. Um, if anything, that's all I want to say
0: about that. if anything, you get a cool picture every day
1: <laughs> I know some people don't like that, but you know those some people probably don't like life in general <laughs>
0: yeah uh, so the, the next
1: the, the next thing up and I know that our you know even our chat room I know the people listening to sort of like talk about Mobile world, world Congress and the new division out we'll get to that we promise my windows. PC kind of tip right now that I was, I've been excited to talk about for the last couple of weeks. The problem with only doing this show every other week is this, like, man, I really want to talk about this now. So virtual machines are, inter- and are an interesting subject. For many of you who listen to this show, you may or may not be that into technology, but you want to see what it's like to experience different versions of operating systems. Now, the reason why I bring this up is I want to share with all of you a way to get Windows 10, Windows 8, Android, Ubuntu, which is Linux, all to run on your desktop. Essentially, all you have to do is you you know there's VM I think VM Player like VMware and there is also something called VirtualBox. Now VirtualBox is made by Oracle and Oracle has you know some not so awesome pasts with Microsoft, but for the most part uh, they they have worked very well lately uh, with running different operating systems in a virtual machine. Now, Oracle kind of owns the, the rights on Java a little bit, and they've kind of been back and forth with Google and stuff like that. But for the most part, uh, it's, been, it's, it's, an, it's, your, it's an, an interesting exercise in people who are interested in technology. Now, many of you maybe don't want to go and take a device that you have and become a Windows Insider and check out Windows 10. I like Windows 10 a lot. I embrace change quite a bit more so than I would say most normal people do. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because what if you wanted to try out Windows 10 and see what everybody is talking about? Well, there is a way that you can do that. And that way is through a virtual machine that protects your operating system from having to, like, upgrade and then it'd be all wonky and if you're, like, weird about it, whatever. There are really neat benefits to checking out new operating systems and, and new versions of that. Even checking out Ubuntu just to see what everybody's talking about on the quote-unquote Linux side, which is really interesting. So if you go to v- VirtualBox and you just pr- type that into Bing search so you get your rewards from it. Uh-huh. You like that, Vernon? And then you go to there and you go to the VirtualBox and you uh, click Download. It's going to download uh, from Oracle's site and it's going to download a virtual machine. Once you've done that, Then you can go to the Windows Insider program and sign up for Windows 10 using a Microsoft account, which isn't hard to set up, and I'm sure that many of you know how easy it is to set up an email nowadays. And then you can get the ISO version of Windows 10, and you can download it onto, say, a Windows 7 PC, for example, or even a Windows 8. And then you can download it to that, install it in the virtual machine, and then you can literally run the 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 newest version of, of Windows, which is Windows 10, and you can see what everybody's talking about. I find that very exciting. Also, you can run Android in there. And guess what, guess what? You can run apps in there too. So you can see what that experience is like. Now, with each one of these operating systems that you download, you are getting the latest and greatest. And in the virtual machine, you can get latest updates and stuff like that, and it doesn't hurt your machine that you're running it on. That's what kind of the beautiful thing is about, running things in a virtual machine. Now, a lo- I've ran into a lot of problems with Windows, Windows 8.1 update on the virtual machine, but if, you, you can, if you're running a Windows 8.1 machine anyways, it doesn't matter, right? You don't want to run the same operating system twice. But this does offer you the ability to see what it's like to run other operating systems, again, on within the safety and confines, but more specifically, check out Windows 10 to see what's going to happen next and how kind of what it would be like to live with Cortana, for example, on your phone, on your desktop, and have those shared experiences. So if I'm, you know, one of the Microsoft's talks today was about universal apps, which is kind of weird that they're talking about apps at a mobile show, but they wanted to really show off how if you're using your phone, for example, or even HoloLens that's going to be coming out, and then you want to go to your PC and pick up where you left off, you can do that, and that's kind of what's gorgeous. The other thing, too, that I'll just make a note of is the read mode for websites. I love that so much. It's so great. So go check this out. I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun with it. I'll have more information to follow uh, probably uh, if you guys want to hit me up directly to see how to kind of walk through different stuff. I'll maybe shoot you some links uh, for some YouTube videos that I've used. But Vernon, do you have anything that you wanted to uh, mention, or uh, what do you think about this idea of being able to run this stuff um, and not have to worry about it? Vernon, I can't hear you. How about now? I can hear you now.
0: Wow, okay, I can mute on two different ways here, apparently, and one of them does not show me. So I should definitely do virtual machines. Um, I should have, I should definitely create time to do so. Um, I don't know how that's going to happen, but I would like to try it out. Um, I think just... I mean, Windows 10 itself, of course, would be great to mess around with. I would love to try that. Um, different operating systems, I, I would like to experience that kind of stuff. I, I'm not against things like that, but I really don't have that much time, and and I guess I would rather just be – I'm not an expert in anything, but I'd rather be okay at least in a couple things than just be the the amateur on everything. So I don't know what to, uh, which direction to go with that, but I'd like to learn more.
1: It's, you know, and, and that's kind of what the beautiful thing here is it's not all that tech, you know, it's not all that technologically advanced to, to do those, to, to to install this sort of stuff. And and honestly, Vernon, it only took me like an hour.
0: Oh, wow. Nice.
1: Yeah, it really wasn't a long time. And the, the, the the hardest part was just finding how, out how to do it, but the actual doing it part, not not long at all.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, right. uh, so let's do it. Okay, you're going to hit this next one here? Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So, for many of you who have uh, paid attention or watched the Tech Informist, you know I've talked about the Microsoft Band and and all that. But now I'm going to geek out. All right, guys. Look, if you're in the market for a wearable device, even though HTC just came out with the Grip and you've got the Razer with their I don't know whatever Razer, and then you've got um, you got Apple Watch coming out, you've got Google Wear, you've got Fitbit. Uh, Fitbit, you know, yeah, using a Fitbit, whatever. Uh, if you got Pebble, you know what? I'm very frustrated with Pebble. Not you wearers of the Pebble. I'm frustrated with the people.
0: At yes. Pebble. Anyway, yes. so it is a sad, sad thing.
1: So I would tell you this: if you're looking for something that is decently priced, because I believe that it's the, I believe it is priced right. I, I think it, the, the price is fine. And if you're looking for something that is legit and that and that works cross-platform, that you could really enjoy use a Microsoft Band. Go out and get one if you can. Microsoft, go! Oh, you need to be offering this thing like it's nobody's business, okay? Uh, it should be available to the website. It should be available at each store you have. You should make more stones. Blah, blah, blah. I could go into it. But the reason why I bring this up is Health Vault. Now, many of you may or may not know what Health Vault is. The reason why I bring both of these up is the Microsoft Band itself comes with an application that you have to download on your phone so that it can, it can have that application run and store the data from, you know, you can have guided workouts. You can have professionals tell you how to work out. You can track your steps and calories and heartbeat. And just all these different sensors are all over this thing. It's gorgeous. I'm telling you. Go get one. It's awesome. But before Microsoft Band released the Microsoft Band, they had something called Health Vault. Now, this was started off as a way for people to keep track of their health history securely. And it allowed people to put in their daily calorie intake or medical information, um, a list of medication. You know, when you go to your doctor and they're always like, what medications are you taking? You could just have it right there. You can uh, print it, send it in a PDF and an email, or you can you know, send it from device to device. It's really, really awesome. But what I was complaining about when my, the Microsoft Band first came out was when I would go for a walk, I would have to – manually take the information from my Microsoft Band and thereby the app that was on the device that I was using, and I would manually enter it into the Health Vault. The Health Vault is super secure, and you know healthcare companies use it. Private providers use it. I, you know, I, I recommend it for most people and almost everyone. It has a really nice user interface for both Windows, the operating system, or if you don't have Windows as an operating system, it has an online presence. And that, in my opinion, is actually kind of nicer than the app because the app is pretty basic, but, you know, whatever, it works. And But the, the interface on the web is really nice as well. Also, the Microsoft Band now has a web interface. Now, before, Health Vault used to have what's called connected apps. So you could connect your Fitbit or wearable device to Health Vault, and that Health Vault connected device would share that data in from your Fitbit. So if you walked you know, 10,000 steps or whatever, or or uh, uh, stairs or something like that, it would shoot that information over to HealthVault, and it would have that right there for you. And I was complaining, like, Microsoft, you have HealthVault and you have Band. Why don't you have those two as connected apps? Well, guess what? Guess what? They do now. So, for example, when I wake up in the morning, I put on my Fitbit, or excuse me, I put on my Microsoft Band. Thanks, Vernon. Now you got this stuck in my head. So I put on my Band, and I'm like, okay, uh, do my do whatever, and then throughout the day or at the end of the day, I put in my nutritional information. Well, guess what? When my band syncs up with my phone, my phone syncs up with the cloud, and that syncs up with Health Vault, so all my information is there. It shows me a compare and contrast. It shows me how many calories I, I, I you know, my intake of calories. It showed me how many calories I burnt throughout the day. And it shows me in real time the, the differences between the two. Like I consumed more than I burnt or I, you know, whatever. And that, all that information is seamlessly integrated now into a really nice user interface. I'm telling you all, I, you know, uh, people say that I'm a fanboy, whatever, I don't care. I use all the different services, but this one is something that I feel like I'm not the product. Microsoft says this, and I believe them and take them at their word until they prove otherwise, that I am not their product, that their services are their products. And when I store my information there, It's securely put in a... That's why it's called a vault. And then I can actually show that to my doctor the next time I go there. And it shows you sleep patterns. It shows you, uh, you know, what you didn't eat. And it makes you a little more accountable because one of the biggest problems that we face uh, in, in the developed world and developed worlds is we don't nutritionally take care of ourselves like we probably should. So this stuff now does that. So I would urge you if you're going to get into the wearable space, get a band because it's going to have way more use case scenario than just the kind of notification-y type stuff, which is there in in the Microsoft band. But it, it's it's more focused. That's why it's called Health, you know, with the Microsoft Health app, you know, it because it's focused on your health. And that's why it's called Health Vault is because it's focused on your health, and it's secure, and it's nice, and it's great. Vernon what do you have to say? Hold on, let me make sure that you're not uh, muted again.
0: I'm here. <laughs> okay, good. Go. <laughs> Alright. Dude, thanks for covering that. That was really very interesting, and I um, I've been wanting to get a Microsoft fan, I just not really, uh, I don't really care. Like, I got the Fitbit for free. It's kind of a piece of junk but it does help me a little bit like okay I should take a few more steps kind of thing whatever and it's nice that there is an app on Windows Phone and blah blah blah. I actually connected up with a few of my friends that I haven't really talked to in like 15 years so that was kind of interesting anyway the social side of this is very very interesting and we could do a whole other podcast on that anyway um, yeah I'm really glad you covered that that was very very good Um, alright so I'm going to cover this next line really quick House of Cards season three available using Windows phones. I think it's a Lumia 520. Go check it out. Check out the phones. Check out the show. Next.
1: Awesome. Are, how many people have wasted their weekend on that? You think?
0: <laughs> I've only watched three episodes so far. I but I worked all weekend. I didn't have time. I wanted to call in sick just to watch this <laughs> stinking show. But
1: it's that yeah. good, huh? Kevin it's, said it's, the same thing earlier. So I. Was you just... know,
0: to be honest, the first two three episodes are a little bit slower but mm-hmm. it's obviously building up to something. Um it's a it's a great show. JJ you would I think you would really, really like it. It's all like um strategic and stuff. I don't know. I like that. Okay. I right, do all, yeah, go ahead. Next. Is next. that yeah that's next yours me. though.
1: Yeah. Okay. Acer releases some new Windows phone devices at Mobile World Congress. Now, Mobile World Congress, we're going to get kind of hammered on the Windows side a little bit because of, obviously, the Samsung Galaxy S6 and the Galaxy S Edge.
0: Never mind. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Right. No, that's funny because I I didn't expect you to say that. I was like, really? They were? And I was like, oh, (laughs) you got me. (laughs) Acer earlier, I want to say it was on Sunday. Uh, first thing was talking about Windows phone devices that they're going to make. Now, I'm telling you, these things, and, and micro, you know, Windows essentially on their blog was talking about how their OEMs, these, these manufacturers like Kazam and all these third-party, even in Japan, they've got, like, Japanese manufacturers that aren't Sony making these phones, and that's good you know cuz you got to think, and the more the, the more these things get out there the better right microsoft can't be pumping out phones left and right cuz i mean it's just it's it's tough it's just really it's really tough to do and it's tough to to do that so i think that uh, having these different manufacturers is good for the most part obviously there's some caveats to that but for the good, it's the most part also, Microsoft release uh, release the 640 and the 640XL. Both are good mid-range devices again.
0: Yay! They're, they're,
1: there are a lot of Windows Phone OBMs <laughs> popping up around the world, which is fantastic, and I just wanted to say that. We're going to get some more on, on this here in just a minute. Uh, so I'm going to hop in past this stuff because I'm up next with uh, Microsoft News. The release of Windows 10 is coming soon. However, in the meantime, there are a plethora of new PCs on the market. Two-in-ones, tablets, all-in-ones, and convertibles, same old story. Now, the reason why I bring this up is with the Superfish and Lenovo, they're going to get hit a little bit, but, man, you know, there are still a lot of Lenovo PCs that are really nice, like the Yoga, the ThinkPad line. Those are, are really good devices.
0: The, the PC era, if, if the PC era ever left, it's back. Okay yes. just yeah. just take note folks even if it's just laptop you know a really it is a mobile pc just a larger one Right but even even desktops i mean they're they're not gone this is this is a re- I don't want to even call it resurgence, you know, but there's really really nice devices out there. And what's amazing, even the HP streams, I know they they've been out for a little bit now. Things like that which are really really nice devices. I think the Dell XPS 13 or something mm-hmm. is right. another really awesome one. A lot really powerful nice small uh package but still very um refined, good-looking, for a reasonable price. Uh, There's just so many nice things out there, and I wish I could buy them all and just, you know, but But
1: but, but that's good, you know, and and I never thought I would say this, but having used the Surface Pro 2 for uh, uh, quite some time, and before that, the original Surface, I still like my mouse and keyboard and I understand why Windows 10 is going to be focused towards on the, 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 my, the um, mouse and keyboard. And I, that's, that's cool. That, that's more like me and my usage because there needs to be a difference between the phone and the mouse and keyboard. The mouse and keyboard, I'm getting work done, period. That's I mean, for way. those people that pop out an iPad or whatever <laughs> and with a mouse and keyboard I'm like guys you're just you're just, killing you're me. doing it wrong you're doing, you're doing it wrong yeah yeah and I always say that's you know if, if people are reading dirty you know check it out. you're doing you're doing it wrong you know yeah. uh, but I won't get into that anyways the next up that that I really wanted to talk about that was really exciting for me was the windows app studio is getting better and easier to create apps on the windows platform the reason why I think this is important is it, people, you know, they always are like, "Oh, I want to target, you know, uh, Apple and Google." Well, there's a really nice and quite sophisticated in the in the final release of the Windows app platform, using a very easy app generation. Uh, well, they call it an IDE, but I'll we'll just say just a, a workspace, right? So where you can create apps. And it's, you know, for that work on Windows and work on Windows Phone, right? So these universal apps we're going to see more of, exciting stuff. And, it's, and a lot of this stuff is like, uh, for, for example, we, I think in the chat room we have a really good developer. I just want to give him a shout-out. His name's is Scott. Uh, he's an amazing guy, a great person, and, and, and he's a great dev. You know, there, he could probably speak to this a little bit too, but having an easy way for just a normal guy, to use an app studio to create an app to run on his or her phone and show and have that experience with his or her child. For example, and to kind of have that experience of building stuff together. This is really cool and this is exciting and I love this stuff. So Vernon what what do you have to uh, say about the two stories that I that I got there?
0: Well, I unmuted myself again because I was typing well, unmuted. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Yeah okay uh well the i wanna i wanna i wanna drop fifteen hundred bucks on a new p c or fifteen hundred bucks on like four of them i i you know th- i am just i just don't need one and that's sad I just don't need one right now my desktop is working fine my work laptop is old and clunky, but it's a worked out laptop, and my surface original is still something I watch netflix with you know in in bed or something like that sure whatever. sure. I'm fine, and my my mobile devices, my little – my phones, I have plenty of them or enough of them, and so I really don't need a new PC. I certainly want one, and I just love the direction things are going with this. I mean it's – I'm looking for an excuse to get get one, I guess, basically. All Mm -hmm. right, so that was Microsoft. We're going to cover the next two ecosystems that we – Microsoft services are on. Apple. Uh yeah they have a, they have a watch coming out that won't be supported by anything else <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Google <laughs> obviously uh this is a day or two ago I'm trying to remember which day it was here they announced the Samsung Galaxy the Galaxy S6 obviously not a Windows uh you know not obviously not running Microsoft's uh, operating system. But they said they – it was funny. One of the features, 40% less features. Right. That was uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> You're finally getting it. Now I'll try to <laughs>
1: – Yeah. You know.
0: So the S6, <clears throat> uh, we're not going to dwell on that, but obviously it looks very much like a iPhone knockoff. Incredibly just kind of silly. It does. But the, it
1: really does, yeah.
0: It's it's nuts. The, the news here is that uh, Skype, OneDrive – OneNote are are confirmed to be preloaded on there in a Microsoft, I think it's called Microsoft Services or Microsoft Apps folder on the main screen, as I as I understand it. That's stinking cool. That's that's pretty pretty nice. Now, if it was worth four billion dollars or whatever the settlement was, I don't know how that how that panned out, but that's probably one of the reasons that's on there. Now, there's been some other talk on Twitter, of course, thinking that. Since last year we had the HTC One M8 for Windows, that possibly we would have the H, uh, the Samsung Galaxy S6 for Windows or S6 Edge for Windows. That would be really really cool. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think I'm gonna buy one. I do not necessarily like this device, but we're talking about the mobile devices that you, you that ever that we use, mm-hmm. listeners and 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 hosts. <laughs> um and that's a very popular phone, the the, the Galaxy line. And right. um, so if Microsoft can get their services on there, they can get people thinking, wow, OneDrive is actually pretty pretty cool. Oh, yeah, by the it way, is. it was with 115 gigabytes of OneDrive storage for free, which kind of odd, I guess. <laughs> right. uh, I think it's for, is it for a year or two years? I don't know. Yeah, it's a year, yeah. Okay, so that's getting their foot in the door. Of course, if people are, okay, hey, great camera, or... Air quotes here. Great camera. Snap it a right. whole bunch of photos. Auto upload to OneDrive. You know, you get the idea. You put uh, 20 gigs of photos up there. Your ear, your your year ends. They're like, oh, uh, you need to. Your your photos don't go away, but you need to pay a bit of money to get you know upload more to the, more of them. Right. Well, that's Microsoft's in. That's okay. That's fine. And of yeah. course, people can just delete all that crap off, and they probably still get uh, 15 gig I don't know how they're you know they're, you know how um, OneDrive is all kinds of free storage any which way you right, can imagine right. okay
1: Yeah so, recently with the the 120 and the 100 gigabytes that you can get So mm-hmm. for yeah. just for just you know, no reason whatsoever really I mean you you're, there's just tons of ways uh, to do that but one thing that I want want to want to make sure uh, before we hop into the next story I I, I want to say something about the 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 new Lumia lines of devices that we talked about today um because, there's a lot to talk about there, and I know it's not on the show, but I, I want to talk about it before we move on the next spot. But, uh, but yeah, I agree with you, Vernon. I think that it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it was a necessary move for Microsoft to make this deal with Samsung because One, like, even if you're using just like uh, maybe Outlook that was a company, but now it's Outlook. Even if you're using that plus OneNote as opposed to like an Evernote or whatever. There, you just start using this stuff, and you're like, man, I I really enjoy using this stuff. And then when Office comes out, like full swing for you know Android and all this other kind of stuff, uh, which is already out by the way. But I mean, you can sync all this up using your OneDrive, and you can do this. I mean, it makes a compelling case for why you should use, as the consumer, these services. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely, they're they're doing it right. And as a Windows Phone enthusiast and um, right. You know, whatever. You know, I, I've been with Windows Phone forever. It's kind of scary because Microsoft does not necessarily need their own platform or you know their mm-hmm. own OS or you know uh, line of devices to to get their services out there. Windows Phone is becoming less and less needed, and that is sad for me. Um, but I think the next thing we're going to talk about here, of course, is is one reason. And there's actually uh, Daniel Rubino actually. F- uh, shared his positive thoughts on this, why he felt that this was a good direction to go in.
1: Um, yeah. I haven't read I haven't read some of this yet, so don't steal my thunder. Let me let me get this out real quick.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go jump jump right in. I'm sorry. Go so ahead.
1: so the Lumia 640 uh, and the 640 XL, which is a, just a, basically a larger version of the 640, and that's what the XL stands for, is the two mid-range devices, and man, I say mid-range, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is pretty nice for being mid-range, you know, uh, and, it, and and I'm looking at this and you've got different colors, schemes that you can choose from, but let, let, me, let me take the already what people are going to know about this from just reading on stuff on the internet, okay, because what we want to provide is a little bit of some inside thoughts on how all this is going to shake out. When I,
0: when so, I, so if you don't know what the Lumia 640 and 640XL is, folks, go go look it up. Okay, we're not going to yeah. dwell on the specs. That's not really what we're here for. We right. want to see how this is going to affect, well, everything.
1: Right. Well, I mean, with the one gigabyte, the 720p, the uh, IPS display uh, flash, a front-facing camera. I mean, those are some huge changes from the 635. Let's just say that.
0: But it's it's not the same class anymore. It just happens to have yeah. this a similar numbering scheme.
1: Right, right. So a couple of things. First, the numbering scheme. Okay, before it was like Microsoft Windows Phone. or no, it was a Nokia Lumia Windows Phone 630 or whatever, whatever, whatever. whatever. And it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah.
0: really? Yeah. And now,
1: now it's just Lumia. And then there's There's Microsoft on the the, back. The one thing, and then so you get the size, and then the bigger size, right? So you got one. Now to
0: be fair, I really do not like the XL uh, designation. I think that's just the cheap way out, but it it is. is, It's very, very uh, descriptive, and it probably is the right direction to go.
1: Right. So moving on to the next thing. So when I look at this, I, I the first thing that popped into my head is my wife has a Lumia 920. Now that thing is a rocking phone. I mean, if any of you have had that phone, you knew that it took quite a bit to hurt it, you know, and it took quite a bit to break it or whatever. People are still using it today because there's no worthy upgrade from it. Yes, you have the 830, which is nice, but that feels like a lateral move. Yes, you have the 1520. Uh, yes, uh, you have the icon on a different carrier, but if you want to stay on AT&T, that's a whole other situation. But my point is, is that this, the, the, my wife was the first person I thought of when I saw the 640 or the 640 XL because it looks like something that she would want to go to. Also, we are not like unlike other people who have moved from a postpaid. Or who have moved to uh, from a postpaid to a prepaid, or changed carriers, or something has changed. Okay, and we're looking at price as being a big driving factor in our next device. Also, I had a wonderful conversation with a guy named Sam uh, at our local Microsoft meetup over the weekend. Again, thank you so much, guys. I had so much fun, and we talked about the impact of these devices on the enterprise, how important it is for Microsoft to say. Look, we're selling these devices and they're and they're on the cheap side for price, but you can get security, functionality and longevity out of these devices and that makes sense. And when I looked at this I was like, okay, I'm not happy that I don't have my flagship device. I'm not happy about that and I'm still not happy about that. But I'm able to upgrade my wife for yo know, cheap. We're talking like 200 or less, you know, for the XL. Uh the you 640 for this the
0: XL is that, that cheap? I thought the the six, the 640 I thought was 180 bucks. I thought I saw somewhere.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I said two under 200. So. So the XL would are,
0: be. Or right at 200. 190, yeah.
1: Yeah. So okay. so at that at that point where it's like, Sorry. but that's without a contract.
0: I, I, yeah, then, oh, that's a killer price. That's absolutely. They, and, and they're saying that they're coming to AT and T. I'm thinking, what? Are, where are they going to price these things?
1: Right. Because
0: right. they need to be like negative. You know, when you think of a traditional <laughs> contract, the right. Galaxy S6 is going to be two or three hundred bucks on contract. You know, if they right. do two year contract. Right. And it's a normally eight hundred, eight nine thousand dollar phone or something.
1: But think about this. You you've got. This device that arguably could be just one, when you break the phone that you have, that you go to something like this, and you're Absolutely. like, holy cow, this this does everything my other one did for way cheaper. Yeah, you know, yeah. for the most part, for most users, I just want to drive it's, that yeah,
0: home. Yeah, it's really really exciting to see yeah. that. Um,
1: so so continuing on the, down this path is no 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 you're excited and I love that because trust me that's one of the big reasons why we do what we do and why I like talking to you. Yeah. As the other thing is, is it brings with it office a year subscription of office
0: this storage. is orange this is the first time we've seen one years of, of of office 365 with a phone yes that, that I that yeah. I'm aware of
1: yeah I think yeah that I'm aware of too we can double check on that but for the most part also yeah,
0: we have all the answers
1: that's true yeah <laughs> if only there was a way to look that up so yeah. t-mobile ATT here in the states it's already being talked about the other cool thing about these You can get dual band, not dual band, I'm sorry, dual SIM LTE versions of this thing for around the world.
0: First one that I'm aware of as well, as far as our LTE band.
1: So these are things that were necessary for Microsoft to do, and it does totally make sense. This is a a strange play. It's going to be looked at as a strange play. I'm sure they're going to get hit uh, in the stock market. I'm sure that they're going to get plenty of commentators aside from us that are just going to you know, beat this stuff up. But I think it's going to play out in their favor to have this kind of device for people that want to use the, the different services that, that these guys have to offer. Now, again, security and price for businesses looking to switch from like a Blackberry and they're like, whoa, there's no way I can buy all those iPhones, there's no way I can buy all those Samsung phones. But here is an option that I have that's cheap and secure that that I can uh, take to the bank, so to speak. And it's going to have Windows 10 on it. You're going to be able to get – in fact, they demoed Windows 10 on it, you know, during the presentation of Mobile World Congress. It's exciting. This stuff is great. All right. I've talked okay, too much. Just to,
0: cap, just to cap that off, okay, um, the, the, the 640, a great device, 180 bucks as far as I know. This thing, this thing is um, – Low end, right? 640. But it comes with camera 5 and HDR. Did you see that part, JJ? That is killer. Now HDR, that basically means – and I'm assuming it's the same thing with the video capture. You can take a 4K video with this thing and right. just like you could on the Lumia 1520 mm-hmm. and pull out images at um, – I don't know what resolution it be, 5 megapixel image. That's amazing for a hundred and eighty dollar phone. What is the Moto? What is the Moto G go for right now? One hundred seventy.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Moto G, Moto E, that's gonna be coming out too. Yeah, and I don't
0: want to. I don't want to discount those phones at all. They're, they have a. a that's a not a bad line mm-hmm. of phones, okay? Mm-hmm. But this is another. I mean. Whatever. I'm just really, really happy for it. I might actually. I probably will. I'll probably get one of these things. Probably just a 640. Tide me over till uh, the the. tide me over. I'll enjoy the crap out of this thing. Uh, <laughs> until <laughs> I you get back to it. Yeah. yeah until I get uh, the the next flagship. The only thing that it won't have uh, that I'm aware of that like my 1520 has that 1520 has is hey Cortana. As far as I know. Right. Um, so. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I think we're going to skip uh, this next part here that we talked about before, JJ. Okay, that's fine. And, and then we'll move on to apps. There's an app coming to Windows Phone that is already on other operating systems. It's called Flock. It's a group messaging app that seems to be targeting uh, enterprise and like a work situation type uh, dealio there. Anyway, it also uses a sheep as a mascot, so I take that for what it's worth. Currently, it's in beta for Windows Phone. Uh, expecting a full, you know, to be fully released pretty soon. Uh, we've we've set them up on our phones. Uh, well, we've installed them on our phones and have not quite got it to work like we thought it would. We thought we'd be able to just plug in our Microsoft account or like any uh, email address, or even just go with a with a, um, a phone number, but it's asking for an enterprise address, and of course we have those, but it's just kind of a little bit wonky that way. So. Um, it is available on iOS and Android. It's coming to Windows Phone. That is a good thing. We want to highlight this kind of stuff. so go check out. We'll just search for flock on Twitter or something and and get a I guess hit, hit us up. We can send you a link to the beta. It's a closed beta right now, but um, it's not hard to get mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. Check it out and uh, tell all your friends and all that kind of thing. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: JJ, what do you want to uh, hit us up with uh, specific Windows Phone app picks of this episode?
1: So there, I have two of them, actually, and one of them is Authenticator, the official Microsoft app to help with two-factor authentication. I use it. People who um, – rock on. People who uh, know me and have listened to me for a little while know that I am a big privacy and security advocate uh, as well as enthusiast. <laughs> I like that commercial where the guy's like, I'm a control enthusiast. Yeah, that's really awesome. Anyways, I think that people need to take time to care about their data and their security, two-factor authentication for Windows, phone, for iOS and Android, all are all offered. Uh, they're cross-platform, and it's a way to protect your Microsoft account with two-factor authentication. It's great, works, you know, seamless. It's really nice. The next one is uh, Age of Sparta came out for like everything, and and on Windows too. Now I, I know I've talked a lot about VLC and all this other kind of stuff, but I really appreciate it. I, I really appreciate stuff that's getting released across all platforms. It's great. So uh, this particular application is a turn-based game, and it's it's kind of fun. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it who you know uh, see the commercials for the whole game of war stuff and all this other jazz. This uh, this particular uh, fighting uh, game is it's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty cool. So uh, go check that out. That's uh, Age of Sparta. It's it's you know kind of brand new on the Windows side, but you can get it on Windows 8, Windows Phone. Tablets and and all that stuff. So it's it's really nice.
0: Nice, cool. Um, the app I'm going to pick my app pick for Windows Phone in this episode is Shadow Tile Pack. Mm-hmm. I am not really one to dig too deeply and be all, like all artsy on my start screen. i <laughs> and yeah. that's and, and okay. Don't get me wrong. This is one of the coolest things about Windows Phone is that you can do all these extra things. You know. It's customization, and it's funny because it's still in this box. It's still, um, (laughs) you know, there's barriers basically. Whereas uh, um, Android, you can put all kinds of crap on there, and it kind of, you know, you you sacrifice uh, performance because of it. You you can. Mm -hmm. Whereas Windows Phone, you can do all the customization on your phone, on your start screen, uh, the tiles, all that kind of stuff, and you're not going to sacrifice performance, as as far as I know. So Shadow Tile Pack basically just takes your icons and puts an little extra little shadow thing on there, and uh, there's there's a little bit more to it. I I haven't actually played around with it too much, but what I've seen from it, I really do like, and I would recommend it for people who are into this kind of thing. Uh, it was brought to my attention by a Twitter follower, so I really appreciate, it, appreciate that. I installed it, pinned it. I'm, I'm going to check this out, and then I forgot who recommended it to me, so I'm really sorry. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Let let us know of these things that you enjoy. We'll check them out. Um, To follow up on this, if you if you want to share with me a a Windows Phone app or something like that, keep in mind you run the risk of me not liking it and not liking you. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Because there are there are people. Obviously, I'm not going to name who they are, but who will just post, you know, here, check out my app, check out my app, check out my app to everyone in their whole Twitter, you know, following. Or, or who they follow and it's like they follow 700 people and, and they have 8 followers and you look at their timeline it's all the same thing copy pasted, check out my app I'm sorry, I mean I will check out your app and if it's okay maybe I'll share it but you uh, just didn't really build any rapport with me, <laughs> fine sir so uh, and I did have a, uh, someone recommend an app to me that was not very good It was, um, and then there was actually some offensive content in there which I was not satisfied with and I right i i emailed the i i wrote a review i emailed them back and just saying this is what i feel about it i i don't appreciate it and i did i did report it to microsoft this is not you know it's not saying that there's uh explicit content in the app and there certainly is if my kids going to download play around with this start reading this it's not what i want um so send me app <laughs> links i'll check them out you run the risk of me not liking it okay <laughs> so yeah um, absolutely and that's kind of the uh, Twitter etiquette anyway. But uh.
1: Another thing I want to do for our listeners, uh, currently that are listening right now and those who are listening later, tell us how we can, like if there is a company or whatever, like you want an app developed for X or for this reason or for whatever, hit us up and we'll try to do, uh, on the next show, we'll use that feedback and we'll say, okay, everybody, so-and-so asked us to uh, just go on ABC Company, uh, their Twitter handles, their, you know, email them, whatever, and we will uh, do a call to action and we will ask them to please write a Windows app or where is their Windows app in the process of or whatever because I I think that that would be a lot of, kind of a lot of fun to show that there's interest from a very passionate crowd of people uh, that want results.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, so... Uh, Bo- well, before we move
0: on, I should tidy okay. something up because I didn't want to be too, too vague here. I blasted an app that I didn't name, okay, but the app that I named Shadow Tile Pack—that is the one that I like, okay. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> so no, no that's good. Out, so yeah. don't miss
0: that. Shadow Tile Pack, right. great skin for your for your live tiles. Check it out, uh, try it out. It's uh, it's cool. Try it. JJ.
1: Cool. All right, so I am up with our Xbox Music picks. So Red, R-E-D, is the name of a band uh, that has been around for a little while now. But I keep finding myself listening to them because of I, I, maybe maybe it's the the strings. But but talking with David uh, a couple weeks ago and and our our shared love there, uh, totally having a bromance for sure was exciting to uh, have him uh, tell me that he was he was into the whole metal symphonic metal stuff. But anyways, Red is kind of an alt rock band. Uh, more kind of a heavier tone, but they got some really, in my opinion, just some some nice uh, uh, tunes in there. It's R.E.D., and the name of their new album is Of Beauty and Rage, and it's really nice. From beginning to end, they just did a really good job, and I I really liked it a lot.
0: Nice. Well, this is very odd, because I have not heard of the band Red. I did not know what genre it was or anything, Uh, and I was kind of scrambling for an, an app pick, a music pick, so I go to my recently played. I'm like, oh, I like that band. I'll go with that one. My band, my pick is Ascala. you know, you know who this is? Mm-hmm. Okay, they're they're a symphonic metal band, kind of. Just, <laughs> this is crazy. We've had like what, four in a row now. that are symphonic metal. I know
1: it's it's hard this to it's hard to break away.
0: And apparently it's a thing, right? We all happen to be liking it, or we're just very group, uh, you know,
1: like-minded people.
0: There we yeah. go. We'll go with that instead of getting a little off our yeah, rockers. But sure, sure. Ascala. Okay. Mascala is a great band. Uh, they're, I think they're all women, um, and it's really cool to see that they're doing something that is is so uh, powerful. I guess in my mind. Oh, it's gonna try to play here. No, be quiet. Okay. Get it? Um, Get it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so Mascala a <laughs> uh, British classical crossover string quartet, similar mm-hmm. in style to Bond. Okay. Yep. So some of their awesome songs. I'll just read off. Um, uh, where are we here? Probably my favorite one is Clubbed to Death. Do you know this song from, like, The Matrix? Well, I mean, it, it yeah. wasn't from The Matrix, but it's from The Matrix.
1: Right, right, right. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Cashmere, they do a version of Cashmere by uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, what else do we have? They, um,
1: they've covered, like, uh, System of a Down, all sorts of oh, stuff.
0: Oh, i got to find that one, then. I haven't seen that one. That's one of my fav- other favorite bands. Live and Let Die, Adagio for Strings, um. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, okay? But they do it. I mean, just check it out. It's it's great. I don't want to dwell on it. You know, Escala. E S C A L A. Podcast picks. JJ, what have you been listening to this week?
1: So Don Felker. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, and I I want to get this other guy's name right. So I'm gonna pull it up on Twitter. But but what they what he he sh- sh- came on a show. Uh, okay, plug. Uh, I am a co-host of the Tech Informist and also Codecast by STL Tech Talk, Jeez, where we t- you, you podcast? Hi podcast, yeah. Believe it or not, yeah. Uh, I don't get paid or anything, so it's, uh, I'm totally <laughs> donating my time. Um, but uh, no, so I do those other things, and um, uh, and we had Don Felker on from he he's a huge developer in the Android community. Many of you have probably downloaded or at least saw his apps. He's worked on the Groupon. Uh, My Fitness Pal, just a whole bunch of t- top ten, right? And the guy makes bank, but he's really good, and he's a great guy. He writes a great article. If you look for Don Felker, uh, he has a great blog, but now he has a, a great podcast. And, um, ha, <laughs> Andrew Lawn, that's funny. He's like, you're a fanboy. Absolutely. But now he has a great podcast um, and it's called Fragmented and it's based on Android developers' or it's it's a show for android developers talking about android development. Now, it's only had one episode, but I really enjoyed it. It was on point, it was specific, it was intelligent, it was just really all the things that I want to get out of a good of a good show. So that's my pick. Okay. That's Fragmented Podcast.
0: All right. Uh, my pick is the Paterfamilias podcast. Paterfamilias is, I think it's Greek or Latin term for head of the household, roughly translated. Uh, it's a pretty new podcast. It's it's done by Ricky J and Jason. I don't remember their last names. Doesn't matter. They're all from somewhere in Texas, and. Oddly enough, or uncharacteristically, basically for a podcast, they record the show together in the same room, maybe using the same mic. But I mean, it's really interesting dynamic, and you could tell these guys are friends. Uh, plus, also JJ and I, we're just profession. We don't really like each other. We're just pretending. No, I hate
1: that. But
0: yeah, yeah. but uh, these guys, they definitely have. Um, Interesting synergy to, together, and they, they all their their wives and kids know each other and that kind of stuff. That's really cool. There's basically three guys in their 30s. Um, they have wives, kids, jobs, and hobbies. Basically, they discuss what it's like to try to balance all of that. Uh, it's a biweekly show right now. They usually nice. discuss one topic per episode. So far, the episode titles include, include birth, marriage, fitness, and then the latest one is behavior and discipline. And so they kind of just pick one thing and they talk about it that way, and I like those kinds of shows too, so there' there's more I keep saying evergreen content, so I can go back and listen to this a few years from now, and still it will be relevant so it's 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 nice to be able to do a show like that tech tech shows are a little tougher to do that, of course, but these guys are great. Go check it out Familius Podcast. you can follow them on Twitter at. Patter podcast is P-A-T-E-R podcast. It's a it's a great mm-hmm. show. Um, I enjoy it as a person. I mean, I'm one of their peers, basically. I have hobbies and kids and jobs and wives, you know. So <laughs> All right. One, but um, one wife. So anyway, check it out. It's a great show.
1: Oh, uh, the name of the co-host, uh, the co-host's name rather for the fragmented, uh, podcast is uh, Kaushik Gupal. Okay. So um, you can find him on Twitter uh, at k a u s h i k g o p a l, and then you can find um, Don Felker at d o n n f e l k e r.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Um, All right. That's on Twitter.
0: Really quick, we're going to hit one of these comments up that we have in the chat room here. Scott mentions, he no, he uh, notes that for those of you without a front-facing camera, there's a nice app called Lumia Selfie that has some tools to help you get good selfies with just a single lens. Very, very true. Uh, we should probably plug this more, but yeah. Lumia Selfie is a great app. And uh, sadly enough, it was probably, probably came around because of the lack of front-facing cameras on the uh, Lumias. Some of them, but um, it is a, it's a, it's a good app. So yeah, check it out. Smart. I, yeah.
1: Yep. I told Our, you it was a smart
0: guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anything else JJ before I wrap it up here?
1: Uh, no, I mean, there will, we'll probably cover this later, but one of the other things is Microsoft's going to be doing a lot of connected devices stuff, and again, it's all going to be cross-platform, but one of the things was the Bluetooth keyboard. Um, we're going to be talking more about that when more information comes out, but the Bluetooth-enabled keyboards for Windows phones especially, that is an exciting future for me, and yeah. this idea of just having one device, kind of like a Surface, right? but just because they can take and make phone calls, so to speak. But you can have all these connected devices to it, and it's small and portable and and all that kind of stuff. So anyways, I just wanted to make mention of that. I did see that, but um, it was one of those things that we had to kind of scrub things sometimes to make sure we keep this thing under an hour or right at an hour.
0: Yeah, just a teaser for that. You can connect your phone to uh, a television using uh, DLNA or basically Miracast. Mm -hmm. So you can have that. Your phone can be up on the screen, and you can have a Bluetooth-connected keyboard. Yep. Mm. Atrix anyone, you know? Yeah, totally. Right? So yep. all right. You're up. We're gonna we're gonna finish up here. Thanks so much everyone for listening to this episode of the MS Mobile Show. We appreciate it. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love to if you would listen to it <laughs> check us out again, listen to it again. At the beginning of the show I mentioned that we would cover a few ways you could do that. Uh best way is to subscribe to the podcast with your favorite podcast app. You can also find the link – you can find the direct link uh, at msmobileshow.com slash subscribe, and there's a Libsyn link in there, copy, plug it into your, your podcasting app. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> what am I doing here? I'm, I'm mixed up here. Visiting visit- – <laughs> visiting msmobileshow.com/episodes will get you the, op- uh, the option of the video if you really want to subject yourself to that kind of punishment. We'd love to hear what your list- how you're listening to the show, which podcast app, even if you're streaming it off the website, whatever, we want to hear how you do that and we want to help perhaps in, you know improve that experience for you. Uh, you can contact the show via Twitter at msmobileshow on Facebook, we are at MS Mobile Show. Google Plus, MS Mobile Show. And then email, you guessed it, is contact at MS You can meet, reach me, Vernon, on Twitter at Vernon EL. JJ is on Twitter at JJ Hammond Music. Any other parting words here, buddy?
1: Nope. Uh, thank right. you again for uh, everything that you do, Vernon. I just want to say thank you to Kevin for being in the chat room and thank you for producing the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, when I say thanks, I, I mean it to everybody because, trust me, I don't say it often. Um, so uh, thank you, Vernon, again, and um, thank you all, listeners. Uh, we really we can't do this without you guys. Uh, we appreciate all the sources and stories and stuff that we gathered from uh, Windows Central and all those other uh, sites. If you want to uh, know more about Windows stuff, uh, WindowsCentral.com is a, is a great place to go and, and find that out. And thank you uh, all again.
0: All right. On behalf of J.J. Hammond, and for myself, Vernon E.L. Smith, that's it for this episode, everybody. Stay mobile.